with all that is going on in the world, especially in the United States right now, I thought this was an extremely poignant topic to discuss on this week's minisode. Protests and riots have been happening since the death of George Floyd at the hands of the Minneapolis police on May 25th. Since then, Black Lives Matter protests and marches have been taking place all over the U.S., and some other countries have even gotten in on the movement. Many people do not understand why protests need to happen. But we have to remember that this is literally what America was founded on. Protesting the injustices of our civil liberties. Those who traveled on the Mayflower to Plymouth Rock in 1620 were escaping the authority of a corrupt jurisdiction. They felt as though they wanted to flee from religious persecution and begin their own religion here in the United States. And how can we forget the women's suffrage movement? In the early 20th century, the National Woman's Party, NWP, led by Alice Paul, undertook radical actions, including picketing the White House, in order to convince President Wilson and Congress to pass the Women's Suffrage Amendment. And thanks to this, in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the United States Constitution was ratified. When we stay silent, we are not heard. When we fight for what we believe to be right, and we fight against oppression, our voices are loudly considered. Being vocal, being intrusive, being persistent gets results. Our country is made up of so many of these historical moments, which brings us to today's story, the Stonewall Inn Riots. In the early hours of June 28, 1969, New York City police raided the Stonewall Inn, a gay club located in Greenwich Village. As police crudely pulled bar patrons and employees out of Stonewall, riots ensued. This led to six days of violent protests against law enforcement. The police had warrants for their raid on Stonewall, and upon roughing up patrons and arresting employees for bootlegged alcohol, those who were found to be violating New York's gender-appropriate clothing statute were also arrested. Yes, apparently it was against the law to wear clothing not appropriate to your gender. So female officers would actually take patrons into the restrooms to check their sex. While this was happening inside the bar, patrons and neighbors congregated outside to protest the raid. At one point, an officer hit a lesbian over the head while putting her in a police vehicle, and she yelled to onlookers to act. They in turn began throwing pennies, bottles, cobblestones, 
and other objects at the police. And within minutes, a full-blown riot, including hundreds of people, began. And Marsha P. Johnson, a black transgender woman, was at the forefront of this uprising. Marsha's story and legacy will be given ample commemoration in a full-length episode later this month, but for now, I will give you a little bit of her history with Stonewall. Marsha was quoted as having said of the riots, We were throwing over cars and screaming in the middle of the street because we were so upset because they closed that place. We were just saying, no more police brutality. And we had enough of police harassment in the village and other places. Marsha and her good friend, Sylvia Rivera, became iconic leaders of the revolution for gay liberation. Again, I'll get into more of this when I do my full-length episode on Marsha, but she was an incredible activist for the LGBT community as well as for homeless people, um, anyone who, again, was oppressed in Manhattan in the, the 60s and 70s. She formed numerous organizations in order to help these people. One year after the Stonewall riots, the first gay pride parade in Manhattan was marched. And to this day, it continues to be one of the largest events in New York City's history, having prompted gay pride parades all around the country. This is why we celebrate Pride in June. This is why the LGBT community has come as far as it has against oppression and injustice. This is why we have to continue fighting against civil wrongs and prejudices. I want to wish a very happy Pride Month to all my LGBTQIA plus brothers and sisters. Keep fighting. Raise your voices. Take it to the streets. Demand action and change for all those who are overlooked, demeaned, insulted, shamed, hurt, among so many other things. We are not equal until we are all equal. And at seven minutes, I think this is finally the shortest mini stove we have ever had. <laughs> but I just wanted to give you guys a little history on how protests can work in favor of what is being protested. And the day that I'm recording this, uh, June 9th, actually at this time right now, it's one o'clock. Um, George Floyd's funeral is happening. Um, so I think that it's really important to understand that when we speak up 
for the wrongs in the world. We are not allowing people to die in vain. So when George Floyd passed away, so many communities, including people who are not of color, came together to say, we need change. Unfortunately, it took somebody dying for this movement to take hold, to finally take hold, because the Black Lives Matter movement has been going on for so long. But finally, people are taking notice. And that's what had happened with Stonewall, with the LGBT community. They had been oppressed for so long that they had to hide out in bars. They couldn't show their true colors. They couldn't show that they were who they were because of fear of persecution and fear of police brutality. But thankfully, because of Stonewall, they rose up and they became a community of love and understanding and a community that fights for others. So if you are part of the LGBT community, I think that it's extremely important for you to look at the Black Lives Matter movement and take hold of it and become a part of it. I think everybody should become a part of it, but I think for people who have been oppressed and for people whose legacies stand on protests and riots and marches, I think it's especially important for those to take hold of these. If you or someone you know has a story you would like to share on Blackbird, please email us at blackbirdadvocacy at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at blackbirdadvocacy. And don't forget, our giveaway is still going on. To win a bunch of really fun true crime goodies, including a mug about Carol Baskin, as we know how much everybody loves her, <laughs> follow these three simple rules. One, Follow us on Instagram at Blackbird Advocacy. Two, review the podcast on any platform that allows reviews. So far, iTunes and Stitcher seem to be the best, most reliable platforms. And three, once your review is approved and posted, you can screenshot it and then post it to your Instagram in your regular posts, not in your stories, and add the hashtag Blackbird Giveaway. And I wish you tons of luck. I hope someone who really, really, really wants it wins it. <laughs> Stay safe, be fierce, and be loud. And we'll be back this weekend with a full-length episode continuing our discussions 
about the LGBT community during Pride Month. Thanks, guys.